Tables Parlay podcast, episode seven, coming up. Hey, welcome to Tables Parlay podcast, where we parlay conversation into inspiration. And this is episode seven. Today, we're going to be talking about dating. You know, I was talking with a few friends and we were talking about dating and how it has become so weird now. Everyone is, uh, you know, have uh, rendered conversation and getting to know each other with short blurbs, text messages, Facebook Messenger, DM, instant message, slide in the DM. So today we're going to talk about dating. I know for myself, I find it increasingly harder to date. I am not um, the type to get on the uh, dating sites and uh, try to find me a mister. (laughs) Um, But for you, for some of you that are in the um, listening audience, that might be you. Today, we're going to talk to um, a young lady who is uh, a millennial. And so from her perspective, we're going to talk about dating in those millennial streets. What y'all do? Because maybe you're doing something different and maybe I'm not understanding. And maybe you can help uh, others uh, to do uh, dating holistically and healthy and have a greater, uh, healthier perspective of how to meet and build. We're going to talk about meeting, dating, building healthy relationships in this space of dating. So come to the table. Let's talk. Lots to talk about. Let's go. So today we have a wonderful um, young lady who is uh, one of the co-hosts of the Hot Chocolate Conversations. And um, her name is Chakalisa Johnson, but she is Shalisa Johnson from Washington, D.C. Welcome. How are you doing, Ooh, girl? Thank you so much. I'm great. How are you? Great, girl. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, getting us a mister. We want a mister. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So although we know we're we're good enough and we are enough by ourselves, you know, companionship is nice sometimes. Yes. We got to talk about you know, talk about that. Let the audience know a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I am Shalisa. I go by Chocolisa. I live in the D.C. area. I'm, uh, I work at USDA, so I work for the Department of Agriculture. But by night, I do have a podcast. Um, I go around with my friend with her business to help other young women. We kind of talk to people. Just to kind of, I love to see how people are doing. I'm that person. I'm that people person. I I want to see people having fun and smile. I'm always going to have a good time. I don't have any kids. I'm single at the moment, which I'm okay with, which I had to actually learn to be okay with that. So that's where I am in life with being okay, living alone, being single, no kids, you know, going into being 30. And all of my friends have kids and they're married or at least they have kids. So that's just where I am kind of tackling going into my 30s. So Let's talk about that, um, that comparisonism, you know, we always Mm -hmm. set those goals by Mm -hmm. 30, I will be married by 35. I will have two kids by 40, yada, yada, yada. Where are we getting those ideals from? Who told us that we had 
that starts as a child but i think that's also on tv that's what you know people kids see on tv so that's what they want to do and in school that's what they talk about because when you're in school you draw a picture of what your family right and everybody's family they they want to know why isn't your dad in the picture or why isn't your mom in the picture or you know i was the only child for 17 years so it was always you don't have any brothers and sisters why not right 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 you know it's always it, it, you grow with it so to me i grew up with it until i was about 28 and about to get out of a relationship and i'm like you're not you're, you might as well accept it you are not going to be 30 married with kids and that's okay it's okay it's okay I think that's that's perfectly okay because I see a lot of people now and I'm like, you know what, I'm glad I didn't do that early. Right. I'm right. glad I didn't follow what my parents wanted me to do or what my friends wanted me to do or because my grandparents, you know, I follow my grandparents' relationship a lot because they were they were back in the my, my grandparents were born in 20, 20, 1925. Yeah, back when they would get married. <laughs> like they would get married. Right. They, they were married twelve, right? Right, they were married early, and you know, and my, my grandparents were married very early, and they had 15 kids. I believe it. <laughs> so, to me, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's what I'm supposed to do, you know, I'm supposed to cook and do this and do that, and right, right, right. once I got in the relationship, I'm like, I don't have time for all this. <laughs> all these kids. Yeah, what, is she, what was she thinking? <laughs> you know, so now, to me, I'm like, no, girl, it's fine. You're okay. You can You're get okay. up and go and do everything you want to do, and I, I'm so happy that I can know that I'm okay, you know, because at first I'm like, oh crap, my grandmother was doing this, my mother was doing this, you know, right and now I'm like, I'm like, well, they wasn't doing this, they wasn't going here, you know, they weren't traveling the world and doing this, so, you know, I, I, I'm glad I can change the narrative. Yeah, I totally understand. I mean, I went through that when I turned 30, I grew up in a family full of boys, they were mm. all fathers and then uh, here I am I had no kids and I was the only girl so you know the pressure was on mm -hmm. um, and then I had some health challenges to where I couldn't have kids and that was devastating and I had to really wrestle with God as well what now father what what, mm -hmm. what God is my identity now because society says I should be a mother yes. and I should be a mm -hmm. wife and something must be wrong with me let's talk about <laughs> that internalization of Something must be wrong with me because I don't fit society's ideas. Let's talk about that. Because I don't, because I'm not like what I see on social media and the TV yeah. and my friends, you know, I go, I come home and I'm like, dang, I don't have any of this, you know, and then as soon as I get on social media, I see the same thing. So at first, it's kind of like you're battling with yourself, like, well, what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what you, you need to get out here. Why are you, maybe you need to dress this way, or maybe you need to change this. And for the longest time, I was doing that, even when I was in a relationship. It was like, okay, so what, what are you not doing? Right. What am I not doing? And it am was I always not? me, me, me. And then I started thinking, no, girl, well, what are you doing right? Let's talk about what you have. Talk about what, what we're you, doing what right. Doing. Yes. That that was my only thing with with me, and that's how I overcame a lot. Because I'm like, girl, look look around you. You could be homeless still. You could be this and that, but look around you. Yes, and then you have to look at how far you've come, how what you've accomplished, mm -hmm. and blaze your own trail. You know, I wanted to talk about as far as African American women. You know, um, in the space of dating, you know, United States has over 327 million people as the population of that 13.2 is African-American people. Um, of that, the statistics 
according to the consensus here, says that 26% of that, of 35 million Black people, 26% of us are single. Wow. So that's a large chunk. You were talking about 6 to 10 million to 12 million Black, beautiful, bold, capable, amazing mm-hmm. women that, you know, are not being chosen. Why? You know, and I'm sure just like you and I are having this conversation, what's wrong? What We internalized. Mm-hmm. You know? But it could be there are many factors, layers of factors of how we are perceived. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, did you mm-hmm. internalize how we are perceived in society or how media portrays us as African-American women? And how does that affect us as far as being single? So for me, that for me... Because I'm that loud mouth, I'm the open, blunt black Ext- woman. Extroverted, yes. Yes, so, you know, so for me, once I saw, you know, I saw certain, that portrayed on social media in a way, it wasn't in a good light. Mm-hmm. I right. didn't see any happy black women, you know, that are rooting people on. I saw loud black women that were doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so that, I, I don't want to be that. And that, that's my main thing. I'm really hard on myself because I'm like, don't be that person, you know, but in the, in the other side, I'm like, okay, well, no, don't tell yourself, don't be that person. Tell yourself, continue to be the person that you are. Right. You know, so it's not the same, even though, you know, on like on social media, just, what was it? A couple of days ago, I saw something where the, one of the guys was saying, Black women are angry or, right. you know, they're aggressive or, yeah. you know, they're, they're picky and they ha- their standards are too high. Right. Are we you know, over-sexualized? And, yes. And, I, that, and for me, because I have hips, I have a small waist and everything, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to wear bigger sweaters and, you know, stuff. But isn't of, it sad, though, that we have yes. to um, downplay how we're made, if we're curvy, if we're bold, if we're saucy, you know, if we're sassy, we have to downplay it because for some, it might be too much for them. I was going to say too much or too over the top and, you know, it's not too polite or it's not ladylike. Right. So, you know, if, if I have curves, I'm pretty busty or I have a big booty that doesn't mean that i am trying to advertise you know yes oh my goodness right just, i just today i had to tell a, I had to tell a guy and put him in his place kind of on snapchat because i posted a picture from a year ago you know talking about my locks and how they've grown but all you it was from the chest up literally you couldn't even chest up he was just looking at your locks and there's so much more to you than your locks <laughs> It has to be, you know, so he says, I wish the emoji wasn't there, you know, so we can see the twins or something like that. And so I'm like, well, you know, what about my eyebrows are really cute that day. I have two dimples, you know, my locks have grown. Let's talk about the other things about me that are lovely besides my breasts. Right. Like your personality, your sense of humor, you know? Yeah. You know, and even inside of the, the in the the caption, it was a it was a funny caption code. So either you could have said it was funny, or you could have said it was not funny. But you decided to bring up something else, and it's like, why over sexualizing me into the point? It's like, you know what? I don't even want to post on Snapchat because it's not even fun. Not even and funny. I have to deal with guys that are on Snapchat and know that it's Snapchat and know they have girlfriends, but they want to do certain things only on Snapchat because they know their girlfriends won't see it because it goes away. 
So that's a, you know, another layer that as an African-American woman in the dating space, we have to overcome. Like, no, nah, bro, just because I'm bold or I'm curvy, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to sexualize myself. You know? Absolutely. So much I, I don't want to talk about me. sex with you. Right, right. So just overcoming society's perceptions, even in our own community, you know, the media's perceptions and looking at reality TV, love and hip hop, they perpetuate this, you know, these negative stereotypes of oh the, my you know, the angry, hey, there's so many, we're not a monolith, but there's so many layers to an African-American women, you know, mm -hmm. and so we're going to just discuss about what has been some of your experiences as far as dating and trying to foster healthy relationships in the dating space? Okay. So for me, I learning from past situations, now to have healthy relationships, I want to be your friend. I want you to get to know me. I want to get to know you. You know, so later on, we're not down the line. You actually show me something. I'm like, wait a minute. Right, right. You know, we're, we're heavy into this, and I'm realizing that I really don't like the way you do certain things, you know? Right. I'm, I'm dating a fool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, because because of my last relationship, that I ended up that way with saying that same exact thing you just said. <laughs> so, you I go to, Yes. <laughs> yes. So, now, you know, I go into everything. I, I want to be completely open and honest with you. You know, I want to know everything about I want to know not everything, but things that I should know about you. And that's not going to be for me just asking you questions because you can tell me anything. Right, right. So right. for me, I want to I want to see how you are outside of the house. I want to see how you are inside of the house. I want to see how you are at a museum. I want I want to see how you are in all aspects. You know, I've been on dates with guys to go-go's i'm not a fan of go-go's but i want to see you know how he is in the go-go and how everything is i want to see the atmosphere and enjoy what he likes to do. you mean go-go music dc has that go-go go -go. yeah, I'm, yeah okay. I'm sorry go-go's are, are pretty much parties with all go-go music which is a type of music from dc right okay so you know so I, <laughs> Good. i get it yeah i mean do you like go-go or you know i, are, I don't i love go-go but i'm not the type of person to just go to a club to listen to all go -go. right yeah, so I, I for me, at all you know, yeah, I avoid clubs at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the thing for me. I'm like, you know, this is an actual club. I'm not mm -hmm. too fond of actual clubs. I'll go to a lounge or a bar and grill. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to do something that he wanted to do because I want to make sure, okay, if you actually like this person, you're going to be with this person. This is something that you are okay with doing. Right, right. Because I feel like a lot of women do things in the beginning and they don't say it because they don't want to They don't speak up come off they, the wrong way. Right. They don't speak up and say, you know what, this is not really me. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And I feel like that's not, that's not being honest. To right. To him or to yourself. Right. Being authentic. I, yeah. Right. And I found that a lot of times with myself, I wasn't authentic because I'm a nice person. I want everybody to have fun, everybody to be happy. Meanwhile, I'm sitting around like, this is not for me. It's not me, honey. I hate it. I'm miserable. And he always wants me to go here. He always wants me to do this. Uh huh. You know, and then it shows. And now I'm upset and I have an attitude. So I, I step back and say, okay, girl, well, just be honest. Mm hmm. You know, if you're just honest when that, and that's my only thing. And I tell guys when I'm dating, I just, I just need you to be honest. Just I don't be, care if you think it's going to hurt my feelings. Just be right. honest and let me make the decisions for myself instead of you doing that for me. So you being in those millennial streets and dating and 
do you find it's hard to find depth in men? Yes. I'm finding it hard to find depth. Like, yes. I don't want to, you know, continue text back and forth or, or you just slide in the DMs and what you doing? I, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm not a girl. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You Be know, able I to have a conversation, conversation right? Yes. Yes. And I will tell it. And you know what? Any of my friends will tell you, I, I, I'm quick to tell a guy, okay, you're not going to, what you doing me all day. <laughs> That's what you, we are not going to do that. So either you're going to speak on something else or converse with me in a different way, or we don't have to text at all. Right. I ignored plenty of people because now my friends know, do not text me what you're doing. <laughs> Just, you know, let's start off with something else. Let's have a, a conversation. Hello, how are you? How you are know, you? Start the conversation another way than with three letters. Right. That mean three words. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like this, this, I mean, the internet is a great tool um, to connect with people. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's kind of, um, kind of hampered our way of connecting with each other on a very um, visceral, cognitive way. It makes people um, lazy. It makes people very lazy. And, yeah. and I understand. I always try to be compassionate from the guy's perspective. I know that they, are, they fear rejection as anybody would. Mm -hmm. and they have anxiety, like, you know, I don't really know what to say. So a lot of guys will use the, you know, social media or text to, um, communicate what has been your experience with texting generation and going back and forth with uh, texting one another or you know talk about that so for me I don't mind picking up the phone and talking but we don't have to talk all the time we don't have to talk for hours you know but at, at some point I'm I'm the type of girlfriend just in the middle of the day I can call and say I'm just calling and see how your day is see how your day going yeah that's it Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I feel like men don't get that. They don't get they, that. They don't get that. Men are doers, right? So they're mm -hmm. they're in the midst of doing. Where women, we are connectors. We're trying mm -hmm. to connect with you. So we want to hear your voice. We want to show you that we really care how your day is doing. Because mm -hmm. really, we want you to care how our day is doing because we're trying to connect on some level. And I think what, that's what we miss. Men yeah. are like, doing stuff. But I'm like, but I'm just trying to connect with you. Right, that, that's it. In, in, mm -hmm. in the middle of the day, something small. But now it, it's, it's gone into, oh, well, I sent you a meme on Facebook. You didn't see it? A meme? I tagged you. No, and, and you know what? The craziest thing to me, somebody told me, he's like, well, I've been tagging you and stuff on Facebook all day. Tagging? That's how we communicate now and, here? And that's what I said. I said, well, we didn't meet on Facebook and we don't live on Facebook. We actually live in the same house and you think you're going to just tag me or something on Facebook? Right. That's how we're communicating through memes and tags and apps. Absolutely not. It's no. just terrible. It's just terrible. You know, um, in the United States, we have about 2,500 dating sites. And I know... Years ago, I, I tried a dating site. It, it was, uh, I won't say the, the site, but it rhymes with single, Christian single, but it's Christian. Oh, wow. Whatever. <laughs> it wasn't very Christian. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's not surprising. And, you know, it put a bad taste in my mouth. What has mm -hmm. been your experience? Have you ever used dating sites? And how I have it been for you? Hmm. 
I won't, you know what, I can't say they weren't effective because I was in a, a two-year relationship from um, meeting someone on a dating site. And in the beginning, it was great, you know, and I, I, it was, to me, it's just, oh, I get to see new people and I don't have to go out and buy drinks and, you know, dress up and do all of this and do all of that. I can literally sit at home and look how I want to look with cute pictures and I'm <laughs> You know, so, you know, I met him and it was great at first and literally within, you know, I think he was maybe the the first guy that I had met from the site. But after that, you know, once we got out of the relationship and after, maybe like six months after we got out of the relationship, I did try another one because I'm like, I don't want to run into the same type of crazies that I've met with him on the same site. So let me try another site to see how this works. They're all okay. crazy. They're all crazy, by the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, and Fact. I think pe most people use, they use the dating apps for sexual reasons. Facts. And I feel like some of them, yes, are for sexual reasons, but don't push that off on every site and every person because that's not everybody's story. Yeah. I don't believe they are effective um, in really pulling from a pool of quality mm -mm. Uh, potential mates, in my opinion, because you can lie. You can, mm -hmm. just like social media, you can portray, portray a certain type of persona and yep. when you are in face to face and you, you feel kind of cat it's, yeah. <laughs> it's totally different yes absolutely i actually talked to someone for a few months and i'm like wait you know after the couple of months i'm like wait i need to go back to this profile because something isn't adding up you know something you saying and something that's on the profile is totally different you know right right, what's, right. The, what's the change mm -hmm. and it was all of a sudden oh well you know, you, maybe you shouldn't date if you don't like people to change and mm -hmm. you don't like, and I'm like, wait a minute, but this is a total lie. Like we went from living alone to living with your mother. You know? Oh Lord. And it's like, wait, which is it? Like I live on my own. So I feel like I can't date someone that I, I can't just come to your house at any time. Right. If I can, I'm going to be sitting here with your mother watching yeah. TV, yeah. you know, and I, I don't like to be dis the disrespectful person, you know, coming over at a certain time at somebody's mama's house. Right, right. So, you know. <laughs> you know, so I feel like match match me, you know, be on the same level. At be on the same or, level. You know, because if something happens here or I have a flood, I can't come spend the night over for a couple of nights. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm going to be out of a place. Right. I just think that, you know, they may work for some, but I think you're going to run into a dead end and it's an expensive dead end pain yeah. to try to find a, a mate. So, mm -hmm. you know, how do you find a mate? And, you know, I was speaking with some girlfriends recently. It's just like there's like this cultural difference because women communicate differently than men. And, you know, I just wish that there was a class to teach men communication mm, Am I wrong? Yes. no you're and absolutely then, and then right. i often hear from my friends that are are guys they'll say well i wish there's a someone would teach women about body language because i know i miss it on, on the male body language and people say you know he like you and i'm like really i didn't even pick that up yeah oh you know no and, and i just or, you know aggressive and forthright before i can catch it otherwise i'm not going to pick up the subtleties you know, what is your take on, you know, communication between the two genders? I, you know, I feel like for me, and I literally just posted this, like, I, I can't read minds. 
can't read minds. You gotta. I can't read your mind, so you know I can be doing everything right, but I still could be doing something wrong. I wouldn't even know it because you're not saying it, or something is wrong with you personally or internally, but you're not saying it. They don't. They don't speak. You know to just let you know and they think oh well why didn't you just know that you should have got that you didn't figure that you didn't get and I'm like first of all that's not my job I don't need to figure stuff out I had one guy tell me well you know women have intuition you should have picked that up I'm like bro I'm supposed to read your mind no that's my intuition not yours (laughs) (laughs) open your mouth and say what you want you know so I think that like from a um, from my, a woman's perspective, I think men have a problem um, with the art of conversation mm-hmm. and understanding the simplicity of just starting a conversation. Yeah, and I think and, most of all, they're, they're, most people aren't really raised up that way to communicate in right. a certain way. Right. And I feel like some people, so therefore they're not comfortable. Right. And that's when I go back to women not really being comfortable with saying what they do or don't like by actually having that conversation and communicating with them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in return with men, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, well, you said this, so I thought you meant this. And it's like, well, had we just said, talk to each other and told each other how we felt, this would have not, this would have turned out totally different. Right. We just need to learn how to talk to each other, communicate. Right. And, and it can, whatever it works for you, it does not have to be the same thing. Yeah. And then just, you know, the communication piece, but then once you, okay, I found somebody compatible um, and complementary to my life, then learning what needs to be taught is how to build a relationship. Because so many times people fly into relationships hot and heavy and then you burn, you know, and that was me. That was me. I'll admit it. You know, and it's like, you can't fly into it hot and heavy. It's not about um, sex. It's not about a look. It's not about um, a a style or a mood or a certain persona. It's about building something. If you really legitimately want marriage, you got to build a relationship to have a healthy marriage. And so first you Mm got to personally get healthy. And a lot of people I've learned, I, I know myself in times past, you know, I would get in relationships because I wanted that person to feel a void, you know, in me. Mm-hmm. And that and relationships are never meant to fill voids. Only voids can be filled by God and, and knowing yourself where the deficit mm-hmm. is and getting healing, whether that's through um, relationship with God or whether that's through both, you know, therapy and counseling. Um, and then from a healthy place, you can know a healthy perspective of what you need. Uh, it took me a while to get there. What was your process to get to a place of a healthy place to know exactly what you need as far as relationship? I think for me, it actually was at the end of a very bad breakup. Okay. And it took, you know, and I think it took a lot of stuff for me to kind of get it because maybe I'm just thick headed, but it took a lot at that moment for me. Right. Right. And it took the relationship. It took my grandfather passing away around that the same month. All of this was happening. And then the next month after that, my parents were to move out of the country. 
So to me, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be alone again. Yeah, you have any support. Yeah. And it's like all of this is happening at once. And I have to actually push myself. Okay, say, look, look, girl, you you need to, you know, do this and do that in order to actually either be in this relationship or move on and continue to do what you need to do and be happy in another one. Right. So everything out of that relationship, I kind of took is okay, well, you know what? Let me write this down. Let me write this thought down. Let me write this idea down. And from that, it turned into so many things. That's good. So now I'm I'm happy to say it took me a while and it, I didn't date for a while because after I went on the whole, you know, online dating and everything, I, I was like, you know what? I need to stop and realize what I want with, for me. Right. And then I can present myself to date. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And so now I'm, I ha- I'm not dating at the time, you know, but when I do meet a person to date, I feel like, you know, I'm going to remember where I was and what I, felt like what I know I needed right. the last time I was in that relationship and how it ended and what I wanted the most then right. and after that. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in dating yourself. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, and I have dated myself. Um, like, what do I really like to do? And what do I really like to go and having the courage and the boldness to do, do it, uh, traveling alone and, and, you know, going places alone and having the boldness to, uh, approach people and introduce myself and get to know people and mm-hmm. you know getting myself out of my comfort zone and in that I learned who I was and what I liked and what I didn't like and my standards so I, I truly believe in what you said you said you had to, a season where you had to date yourself to really mm-hmm. get to know yourself because if you can't really enjoy your own company how do you expect other people to enjoy your own company exactly that just took a lot for me to do in general because mm-hmm. I'm like, I was the only child for 17 years and then I moved away so quickly. It's always been just me. So I've always wanted somebody there right, to kind of be able to fall on or lean on, you know? Right. And it was like, fix yourself first, get yourself together, right. you know, so that you can allow someone to, to actually lean on someone else that's good that's good and even now my friends are like well how do you do all this stuff by yourself and you you know how are you going to these places and i'm like well i don't mind you know i'm always going to meet somebody else wherever i go right and i all i know that my personality it's not gonna deter people from talking to me so you know people are gonna talk to me even to now i'm literally i'm celebrating my 30th in the home by myself that's okay so I'm happy with it because, you know, I learned that my father's family is from the Bahamas. So for me, this is so much more than what I actually bargained for. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get so much out of the trip that I'm like, that's fine. I planned years ago, planned the 30th with someone, you know, mm-hmm. but just so happened we're not together. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, and then traveling to Bahamas by yourself and, and being open to the adventure of meeting mm-hmm. new establishing new relationships that's exciting that's that exciting. is mm-hmm. I never wanted to do that because I was always looking for that in a in a mate in a mate yes you can't do it yeah and when I should have been looking for that by myself it's inside so that way you know when it, I know it's with me I can actually be able to share it with somebody else yes there it is girl and it's a different ex- it's a different experience when you share it with somebody else yeah you know than when you share it with yourself and you're able to be open about it yes that's good. So I'm just waiting and enjoying life in the meantime. And 
Right. I'm always encouraging my single friends. Like, that's fine. Let's go somewhere. We Maybe we can meet somebody or if not, we can still have fun. Still have fun because, you know, you got to be happy for yourself mm-hmm. in yourself. You can't expect to put impose that and, and get that expectation from um, other people. It has to come from within. Absolutely. So, so lastly, if you could give our audience five things, what we talked about, to encourage um, people out there that are trying to date, could you give us five things? Um, one, I want you, you need to love yourself first. So I, I would say love yourself and know yourself in one. Mm-hmm. Two is patience. Patience, Lord, Jesus. Please do not rush, you can't <laughs> rush into anything, okay? <laughs> you can't Help rush, you, rush, you cannot rush into anything. Cannot you rush. have to have patience. Mm-hmm. Whether it's waiting on who you need to be with or waiting on... Getting healed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Through the process. Yes. Patience. Mm-hmm. Know what you want out of a man or your partner. Know what you want. Because I think a lot of women go into it not really knowing what they want. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, well, he's cute. Mm-hmm. He got a job. You know, he has a, he has a car, kind of. Yeah, but can, he, you... can you have a conversation? Can, he, can <laughs> we pray together? Can we build? Yes. Together? You know. Is he gonna wanna, will he at least go to church with me? Lord, you know. Does he have you know, a vision for his own life? Come on. Can, can he apply for a passport? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> has he at least traveled outside? The city limits. Yes. Yes. Honesty. Honesty. And that's with you and whoever you're dating, regardless of whatever is going on. If you are talking to someone, dating someone casually, however, honesty is the number is something that needs to be there. Honesty. Mm -hmm. And communication. Communication. Learn the art of communication. (laughs) How it's how however the the communication of art is for you. Mm-hmm. Don't try to figure out, figure your way of communication out by somebody else's way of communication. And I would do that a lot by how I saw my parents or my grandparents. And mm-hmm. that does not work for me whatsoever. Oh, no. My personality is totally different. Yeah. Today's time is totally different. Right. These men are totally, totally different. different. <laughs> <laughs> so communication is, is number five. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. You gave some great insight. And um, so let's talk about um, this chocolate, hot chocolate conversations. You are a co-host of the hot chocolate conversations. Tell us a little bit in short, maybe about a minute of information about the hot chocolate conversations and where they Mm -hmm. can, um, you know, download it. Okay. Well, it is actually on all platforms, hot chocolate combos podcast. Um, We are on Instagram. I, it, HCC podcast and um we honestly are just three black women um two in DC one in Florida and we come together once a week and we talk about we tackle everything from nice guys to sexual health um sexual health mm-hmm. um mental health mm-hmm. and also we do we, we interview different people so there are different people on season two but season one was just tackling being black in the workplace, you know, just being chocolate everywhere and talking about woes. And we also, you know, shout out black businesses every week. Awesome. So, you know, if you do have a black business, just let us know. Reach out to us at hotchocolateconvos at gmail.com. Awesome. And lastly, 
you have this awesome thing that you do to inspire others. And I'm all about inspiration. Um, the Chocolisa Alarm. Tell us yes. about the Chocolisa Alarm. So Chocolisa Alarm is something that I was, that I literally did as a joke one morning for a friend. You know, because she, um, I have friends and most of my friends are like, you know, I don't really get good morning texts. And I'm like, wait, even if you're in a relationship and I feel like, you know, if you're in a relationship, why should, why aren't you getting good morning texts? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I remember when I was in a relationship and how it felt not to get a good morning text when I just, all I wanted was somebody to just tell me have a good day or good morning. Mm -hmm. So literally what I do is three times a week, I will send, I send out, um, good morning texts. And then along with the text is inspirational words that I speak over a beat that I make myself. And it's literally, I just want to get you up, get you going, get you inspired. I love doing it because I love when people tell me, you know, that really made my day. And I love making people smile. So, That's awesome. alarms. Now, how can people get that text to encourage and uplift and... It's actually just like the club text. So anybody that's gone to the club, you know how to text. Um, you're going to text the number 555-888 and the word Choco, C-H-O-C-O. And just hit send. And I'll take the rest from there and you'll get a good morning text three times a week. You'll get that, that, that dose of inspiration Absolutely. throughout the week. Well, thank you so much, Chocolisa. Girl, Thank you, you for having me, me and encourage me, and we gonna get us a Mister. But if we don't, that's fine. Uh, all um, right, <laughs> yeah, totally fine. Thank you so much for having me. I, this was amazing. It was amazing. You were great. And hey, I'll be in DC this summer. Maybe I'll look you up. Let me know. I can give you a tour. And I've been yes. here for eleven years, so just let me know. Yeah, we could be bopping around the DMV. How about that? Absolutely. <laughs> we could probably go to speed dating or something. Uh, no, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we said take your time. Patience. Patience, people. Patience. Speed dating is very, it's, it's a networking thing. Most of these people are trying to get their businesses out there. Uh, that's all it is. Hey, trying to hustle on the speed. Mm -hmm. hey. mm -hmm. It's so great talking with you. And I, 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 I pray you'll be blessed in all your endeavors. And uh, you guys, so look her up. She is amazing, filled with inspiration out here in these streets. All is well. Again, thank you for coming to the table. This is Tables Parlay, where we parlay conversation yes. and inspiration.